Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's devotional. Today, we're going to be looking at a passage that maybe isn't always associated with Christmas, but I think there's a lot of good stuff here for us. So if you have your Bible, please open it to the book of Numbers, chapter 24. We're going to be reading verse 17 today. Now, just to give you a little context, Numbers chapter 24 is a story about the king of Moab, which was a nation near uh, the land of Canaan, and they were somewhat hostile towards the children of Israel. The Israelites had left Egypt and were now wandering around the wilderness, and the king of Moab, a man named Balak, was afraid of the Israelites. He was afraid that they were going to conquer his land or they were going to eat up all his resources. He was just scared. He didn't like them being so close to his country. So he sends a bunch of money to this prophet, a man named Balaam. I know, similar names. Balak the king, Balaam the prophet. Balaam is the guy with the talking donkey you might remember from your old Sunday school lessons. The prophet Balaam was hired by King Balak to come to Moab and proclaim a curse over God's people so that they would die in the wilderness or come to ruin or be, uh, become a non-factor, basically. He wanted to eliminate the children of Israel. There were too many of them for him to fight, so he thought, mm, I'll put a curse on them. I'll get the prophet of God to come and curse them, and then I won't have to worry about the Israelites anymore. So Balak brings Balaam over, and repeatedly, Balaam goes to the Lord and says, Lord, what curse shall I pronounce over these people? And the Lord, instead of a curse, gives a blessing. And Balaam repeatedly blesses the children of Israel instead of curses them. And in verse 17, we have one of these blessings that Balaam proclaims over the Israelites. Let's read. I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab, and break down all the sons of Sheth. All right, so who is Balak, the king of Moab? And here is Balaam proclaiming that not only is God gonna bless the Israelites instead of curse them, but one day there's going to arise out of Israel a star, a scepter, symbols of rulership and authority and he would be the one who would crush the forehead of Moab, the very nation that's trying to curse them. This is crazy. I'm sure that for the king, uh, his day was just going from bad to worse. Things are not going his way, and he's angry with Balaam, but Balaam defends himself and says, look, I can't say anything about the Israelites that God is not saying. I can't, he'll kill me. What does this have to do with you and me? This is not very Christmassy, right? Well, it's cool to me that way, way, way back, way back, right? I mean, we're talking many hundreds of years before the birth of Christ. We have this prophet who is wicked, 
He's accepted money to curse God's people. But all he can do is proclaim blessing. All God will show him, all God will allow him to speak is blessing. And what is the blessing of God in response to the anger and the curse of the enemy? He has a vision of one who will come and rule over God's people. Guys, this is a prophecy about Jesus. This is a prophecy about the birth of our Lord. Way back in the book of Numbers, God's already giving his people hope that one day a ruler will arise from among them who will rule over them with justice and with strength and will put to flight all of their enemies. And I love this because there are many things, many factors, many forces uh, in the world around us that seek to curse us, seek to bring us to ruin. Maybe our past, maybe our anxiety, maybe our boss, maybe our family situation, maybe our school situation. There are so many things in this world that are weighing on us, seeking to cause us grief and struggle and turmoil. Why? Because all of these things, a lot of these things anyway, come from the world and its systems and the enemy working hard to make the people of God miserable and ineffective. And I love here that God's response to the curse of the enemy, right? The Bible's very clear. Because of sin, we are cursed. The earth is cursed. Humanity is cursed. Everything is cursed. But God's response to the curse of the enemy is not, well, that's it. You're just going to have to live with it. God's response to the curse of the enemy is Jesus. Balaam looks by the Spirit of God into the supernatural realm, and he doesn't see a curse for God's people, even though they might deserve it, even though they might be sinful, even though they're chasing idols and they're complaining in the wilderness and they're doing all these things to aggravate God day in and day out. By the Spirit, Balaam does not see a curse. He sees Christ. And the same is true for us today, that God, by his Holy Spirit, through the sacrifice of his Son, when he looks at us and all the things that we deal with and all the world that and its systems that are trying to mess with us and bring us to ruin, God doesn't look at us and see curse. He looks at us and sees Christ. Christ himself became a curse for you and I when he died on the cross. Whatever curse of sin, whatever curse of your past, whatever curse of uh, generational things that you've fought and struggled with or your finances or your family or whatever, those things have been broken by the power of the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. The enemy wants to curse you. The enemy wants to put you under bondage. The enemy wants you bound and miserable and ineffective so that the gospel does not go forth through your life the way God intended. But Christ came as a little baby, seen by Balaam all those years ago, to live a perfect life and die on the cross for you and become that curse for you and for me. So now the curse is broken in Jesus' name. Now we don't live under that weight, under that bondage. No, we have freedom through Christ 
the star, the scepter out of Israel, who crushes the head of the enemy. Just like God told Eve, guess, excuse me, just like God told the serpent about the son of Eve, that he would strike the heel, but the son would crush the serpent's head. Come on, that's good preaching. So today, if you feel oppressed, if you feel heavy, it's Christmas time. Sometimes that can be a really tough time. We got to be around family, or maybe we don't have family to be around, and we just feel heavy today. I want to encourage you. The curse is broken. You can have everything in Christ that God desires for you to have because Jesus has become the curse for us. Amen? Let's pray. Father God, we love you. We thank you so much that you are the curse breaker. God, that we no longer struggle and labor under that weight. What the enemy intended for evil, God, you say, no, it's good. I'm gonna make it good. God, we thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you that you came and you died and you rose again for us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.